0: Hey Mamas, welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We share incredible stories, tips, and breastfeeding ideas to help on your journey. I'm your host, Bethany Laverne, a lactation consultant and speech therapist who helps mamas with breastfeeding. Not all breastfeeding stories are the same, and we dive into those topics. Welcome Dana to the podcast. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you. Tell me about yourself and how many kiddos you have.
1: Yeah, so I am an eye doctor in the Pacific Northwest, and I have two little boys, a four-year-old and an almost two-year-old. Awesome. Tell me how your breastfeeding
0: journey went with your boys.
1: So, yeah, I breastfed with, well, i tried to breastfeed with both boys, but my journeys were very different Mm. with each one. So my first child that I had, um, breastfeeding didn't go very well at all. Um I was unfortunately unable to get a breast pump until after I had my child Mm -hmm. uh, due to insurance rules. Right. uh, My my firstborn, he was not able to latch very well. Mm -hmm. And um I remember thinking like, if this is breastfeeding. I don't, this is not going to work for me. Right. (laughs) And my, my breasts were just huge, hard as rocks. And I didn't know what was normal, what wasn't normal, Mm -hmm. but. You know, he wasn't getting much milk out, and so I called a friend. I was like, "Hey, like i I, I know you're a lactation consultant. like i I need some help. like this doesn't uh-huh. feel right. So I had my friend come over and she's like, "Oh, poor, like poor thing, we gotta get you a breast pump." And so thankfully, she had a friend who was able to nurse who was not using her pump. and so we got that going, and she just basically gave me some tips on how to to get a good latch. And um unfortunately with him, I was unable to um nurse. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He he just wasn't latching. It was painful and he wasn't getting Mm -hmm. any milk. Sure. Um so I decided that I was gonna pump. So I'd pumped purely pumped for a whole year. Wow. Give him milk. Yeah. And um I decided to take him to a pediatric, um, dentist, like, Mm -hmm. you know, let's go do this. Let's see. He was seven months old at the time. And we did find out that he had a a lip tie and a reverse tongue tie. Okay. Which is the main reason why he couldn't get a good latch. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, It's frustrating because, you know, you go to your pediatrician and you're like, yeah, like, here's our problems, our issues with this. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they don't, they don't recommend going to the uh, dentist, Mm -hmm. even to rule out those like lip ties and tongue ties. So Mm -hmm. that was super frustrating, but a good, a good lesson I learned Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, with my first one. Yeah.
0: No, that's great. I um I specifically specialize in tongue tie because my second son was tongue tied and I went to the pediatric dentist when he was four days old. So yeah. it's kind of funny to carry in this little baby carrier, you know, you're four days postpartum and you're like, here's my new baby at the dentist office. Yeah. So I'm real sorry about that. Um, you know, the one thing That pediatricians I wish did more was look in baby's mouth. I mean, they look in it, but they take a tongue depressor and push their tongue down. They never lift their tongue up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I wish that would be, um, I hope it's going to be taught more. It's starting um, to become, I don't want to say more popular, but more acknowledged in the healthcare field. Um, Right that way. Yeah. So um let's stick with him for a few minutes. So what, uh, what did the pediatric dentist recommend in terms of his lip and tongue tie?
1: Yeah. So at that point he was seven months old mm-hmm. and the dentist was willing to um, do surgery on that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a routine. He's seven months old. I have a routine mm-hmm. with pumping. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think breastfeeding or nursing rather was going to be was going to work for me at this point. Sure. So um, I just said, as long as speech wasn't going to be an issue down the road, and he didn't mm-hmm. think it would be, okay. um, Then I was going to just hold off on that and not pursue any treatment for that lip tie. Sure. Sure. Yeah. About. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Usually you do them together. Right. Um, but the lip tie, especially if he didn't mention anything, um, sometimes it's so far down that actually when they get teeth, um, their teeth start to decay because food and milk sits there and they can't brush their teeth well enough. Um, Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah. So everyone's different. And I like to hear you say that you didn't get it revised and that's okay um, because not all of them need to be revised. You made a good point of, we talk about function. What is the function of the tongue and the lip? And so if they can say... Specifically, as a speech therapist, I hear it a lot when they get older, you can't say your L's or R's um, because your tongue doesn't pull back far enough for an R or your tongue doesn't go high enough to hit right behind your teeth on that bumpy ridge um, to say an L. And so it will always be a W, you know, instead of lake, I hear wake right mm-hmm. um so yeah so and it's okay mama to hold off and not have it done maybe until later um you know if you feel it continues to be a concern you know maybe he might have right. trouble licking a popsicle or eating ice cream um yeah so you just never know and sometimes it's a good wait and see and you might choose to do it a little later on right yeah right.
1: thankfully yeah. we're good at talking we oh, are good! your off. I feel so, like most fish are
0: good at talking your ear off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Awesome. Okay. Why don't you share with us about your second journey?
1: Yeah, my second journey was much better than my first one. Good. Uh, first of all, I had a breast pump. So yeah. didn't get wrong, then <laughs> I wouldn't be in pain. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. would be in pain. So we were already a step in the right direction. Awesome. Two. Um, but he actually had a hard time, um, latching as well. He was small, mm-hmm. he was under six pounds. So I okay. think that was part of, you know, their small mouths mm-hmm. to get onto the nipple. But, um, anyway, so in his case, I knew right away that I was going to go to the dentist. Okay. Perfect. Yep. Day three. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was good. We went to the dentist and he had a um, little bit of a lip tie, but the dentist wanted me to get a second opinion with the lactation consultant. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was great experience. So we saw a lactation consultant and she, um, watched how the baby latched Mm -hmm. and weighed the baby before and after to see if he got enough milk intake. Awesome. And we were able to get, um, a good latch with her help. And in that case, we didn't have to go back to the dentist and get it fixed. Okay. So I guess it wasn't bad enough to, to fix that. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, it went well, we could latch. We were able to nurse Uh and with no, hard, breasts. <laughs> hard <laughs> breasts and pain. So, yeah. um, yeah, I went much better. I am a working mom, so I didn't mm-hmm. have to get my pump back out again at four sure. months, but, uh, it was really nice to not always have to carry it around like on weekends or evenings, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. made it a much better mm-hmm. journey. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> what is
0: one thing you wish you would have known about breastfeeding? S-
1: So I wish I would have known or I've just thought about the connection between anatomy Mm. and function and Mm -hmm. of like, you know, The woman's body, the mom's body and the baby's body. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I would have, I should have thought of that, but, uh, you know, thinking about going to the dentist, that would have been as knowing that, you know, that Mm -hmm. those things can cause problems Mm -hmm. in terms of a poor latch or a painful latch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish I would have known that. And then the Mm -hmm. other thing that I think should be more talked about is that we have this idea that breastfeeding should just be this like blissful journey, very easy, very natural journey, just mm-hmm. like we know what to do instinctively. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's a learned journey and a learned process. Mm-hmm. And when we learn something new, it's going to take some trial and error. It's not going to be perfect, it's not going to be seamless. Mm-hmm. We're going to try something, it's not going to work, and that's okay. And to know not to give up. Mm-hmm. You know, that it, it's not instinctual, I think is huge. Cause I hear that a lot with friends who have babies now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, like it's not supposed to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Work through this, when you work through this, it will get better. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't and, you know, harming your mental health, then you know what? Like that's fine. Mm-hmm. You need to change. You don't have to give breast milk or you can choose to pump, but mm-hmm. you need to make sure that your baby's fed and your mm-hmm. mental health is... Cared for ultimately.
0: Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Those are beautiful words. Um, I do want to go back to, you said with the latch specifically. And so I don't feel like enough mamas know that a bad latch and having a lot of pain more than likely means your baby has a tongue or lip tie and it's good to go see a pediatric dentist. Um, And so specifically on my website, mamas, you can go grab my freebie that has um, the signs and symptoms of mom and baby that are breastfeeding. Um, and I have 10 signs and symptoms for both um, that you can go grab and be like, oh, uh, my kid has all of these. So maybe we should go find a pediatric dentist today. So yeah. Yeah. uh yeah. Um, What was one of your favorite breastfeeding projects you used?
1: Yeah, I have two. Great. No, you can share both. Yeah, I uh, really enjoyed the Haka when I was nursing with my second because awesome. I captured a ton of milk, mm-hmm. which is good when you're going back to work and you need yeah. to stock up your supply. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And mm-hmm. then um, because I am a working mom, mm-hmm. I love the Kara's Chill, which is basically a uh, way of... Um, storing breast milk on the go without needing like a ice chest or a fridge. So it's super convenient and it's very small and you can just stick it in your diaper bag or your purse and no one even know that was full of breast milk. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite products. Okay, good. Yeah. The,
0: um, for the mamas that don't know, a Haka is not a breast pump necessarily. It's just supposed to catch your milk when it's leaking. So it's a perfect device, especially in the morning when you wake up, your baby has now slept six to eight hours, hopefully, and you hook it up to your breast and then it catches milk. So I know some of my friends, they would almost like overflow. It's supposed to catch about five ounces. Um, I know I usually caught about one ounce. Um, So, but yeah, they're, they're pretty amazing so that you aren't wasting all that liquid gold into
1: your shirt. Absolutely. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Mama, tell us how we can connect with you.
1: Yeah. So um, my husband and I, we run the blog called Loop Nose. So that would be www.loopnose.com. Um, and then we also have an Instagram page and that is the official Loop Nose at the official look Luke knows. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank
0: you so much for your time and your tips. Super appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another mama or post on social media and tag me. I want to personally thank you for wanting to help
1: other mamas. You got this. I'm rooting for your breastfeeding journey.